draconic law is right. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamTFamily.com's transformational man cave, where we encourage males to crush your feminacy and to aspire to domestic excellence. And we do this through podcasts, poetry, and online courses. We welcome you to another divine downloads. This is FamTFamily.com's biblical news for the confused, where we uh, assist biblically literate males to explore ticklish and touchy biblical or theological issues today we're touching on the issue of love and we are looking at the issue of how untrustworthy uh, mortal love or human love is and we are looking at this against john 13 verse 1 where we are taught by the apostle john that jesus loved his his men his disciples until the end we're grateful for your attention today Mortal love is perishable, but Jesus' love is eternal. There is no best by date on the love of Jesus. And as such, we can trust the love of Jesus. That's one of the gospel anchors. Our expression of quote-unquote love often is untrustworthy, as we tend to care for those who return the favor. Jesus gave us love which was not returned to him during his earthly life. Even amongst quote-unquote loved ones, we must know and appreciate by now that human love is only trustworthy when empowered by Jesus of Nazareth. And you can see Galatians 5.22 which shows that love is produced by the Spirit of God. Jesus of Nazareth prophesied that a sign of the end time, the ending of this version of humanity, is that many humans will stop loving because of iniquity. See Matthew 24 verse 12. We can teach our family as men that you cannot trust worldly expressions of love. Popular Jamaican DJ Chronic Law has a trending, trending song called No Love. This song describes this reality of how untrustworthy mortal and human love is. Jesus' love wasn't dependent on people's love towards him, but on his father's love for people. Jesus of Nazareth knew his end would involve the betrayal of all his men. You can see Matthew 26, 56, Mark 14, verse 50. Yet as their rabbi, their teacher, and their rabboni and master, he washed their feet. This was seen as a surprise based on Peter's response in John 13, verse 6. However, Jesus, by washing their feet, was doing various things. One, he was confirming them in his inheritance and his lot in John 13, verse 8. He's confirming them as his joint heirs, as people who can participate in his inheritance alongside him. The second thing he was doing by washing his disciples' feet which is, we're saying, an expression of unconditional love, unconditional service, is that Jesus was cleansing and marking his disciples with his example of non-traditional service. You can see John 13, 12 to 16. The point here, when we serve people and love people who don't deserve it, we are marking them with a trademark of God, with the trademark of God. 
And what a loving ceremony for a bunch of traitors. As a footnote to the ceremony of the washing of the feet, many Christians don't continue this passionate ceremony or the meaning behind it. Roman Catholics traditionally do this ritual on what is called Monday Thursday. Mennonites also continue the pedalavium tradition, but many others don't on the grounds that it's not mandatory, despite being part of the mandatory Eucharist ceremony. And there's also an explicit command to do this pedalavium ritual in John 13, verse 14 to 15. And we'll take a break right here. You or someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Welcome back to this Divine Downloads on Chronicle Law Was Right. We are touching on this issue from John 13, one of how fickle and how failing, how untrustworthy mortal and human love is. And we are looking at this from John 13, verse 1. We are also referencing the Jamaican artist Chronicle Law's song, No Love, where he talks about the issue of not being able to trust the love of people who say that they're loyal to you. We ended the previous segment on the issue of the washing of the saints' feet or the pedalavium tradition not being held by many quote-unquote Christians. And not just that the washing of the saints' feet is not done as a ceremony, but we, a lot of us who claim to believe in Jesus of Nazareth, as the Son of God, don't follow his own his own example of serving people who are not worthy of being served, loving people who are not loyal and faithful to him. So we're continuing on this and we're grateful for your attention or continued attention. So after Jesus washed his feet, we record washed the feet of the, the disciples who were all his traitors, uh, who were not loyal to him, as the scriptures teach. In John 21, Jesus continues to love his unloyal men to the end, who even after his resurrection are struggling in unbelief. You can see John 20 verse 19. You can also read Matthew 28 verse 17. Now he blesses his men even amongst their doubt, amongst their unbelief and their traitorism. He blesses them with fish and also a hot meal but he questions whether they love him more than his blessing and his provision in John 21 verse 15. Jesus wants people prepared to love until the end. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, that love never fails. Love is faithful until the end. And any quote-unquote love that depends on someone getting something from Jesus isn't genuine and will fail. Sometimes we let go of our love and faith in Jesus when he doesn't heal us at the right time, when he doesn't bless us at the right time, when he allows a quote-unquote a family member, sorry, when he allows a family member to die, even though we're praying for their for their recovery. 
when jesus allows bad things to happen we can't love him when that happens quote unquote we don't believe that jesus makes bad things happen we know that there's somebody else responsible for all bad things but at the end of the day we as humans blame jesus for a lot of the bad things that happen and in those state of in that state of blame we take revenge by not loving him and being and being unfaithful to him similarly to what we do for other humans jesus however empowers consistent love which is not the world's idea of love we say this from galatians 5 22 that love is a fruit of the spirit the spirit of god produces love as a natural element of spending time with god in his word in prayer etc we become agents of love the world's quote-unquote love however is dependent on the goodness of the recipient jesus's love isn't god gives the whole world sinners and saints his love you can see john 3 16 the world's love and world here we know the world speaks to the babylonian system that promotes i think that's first john 2 16 that says the lust of the flesh lust of the eyes and the pride of life is all the trademark of the world system so the world's love depends on reciprocity whilst god's love doesn't and love isn't god's love isn't dependent on reciprocity excuse me that is we don't have to love god for him to love us see john 3 verse 16 romans 5 8 in the midst of us being sinners christ died for the ungodly of course there is a condition to receive god's complete love there is also a condition to be transformed by the love of god and this is only done where only we can only receive his perfect love and receive his transformation when we receive his son jesus of nazareth when we submit to jesus of nazareth the point remains though that the whole world experiences god experiences god's love through the gift of jesus in john 3 16 regardless of whether we receive the gift because we exist in jesus of nazareth see acts 17 28 everyone in hell experienced god's love in the fact of their earthly existence that is our existence on earth was a loving divine resource for us to produce a divine outcome as love god and jesus his son and the holy spirit gives us the choice to do of what to do with our existence so one element we're saying here is that love gives us the choice of what we want to do with our existence our existence is produced by love but the outcome of our existence is lovingly given to us based on our choices for our eternal welfare the question is whether we love yahweh till the end not the reverse with jesus we don't have to question as we're saying here whether god loves us until the end he, until the end he gave us his his son his only begotten son the best gift that he could give and this is not something that any one of us who are parents would do or, well i'm speaking on behalf of parents but i don't believe that and based on the track record we hold our best back for only those who deserve it but he gives his best for those who don't deserve it and he does this to show that he loves us until the end he loves us to the uttermost and those who love god who love jesus will do something eternal with our existence and the most impactful thing that jesus says we can do i believe john 13 34 to 35 is to love one another
Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, famtstrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com. I'm going to encourage you to have a great day today, crushing effeminacy. Why rob God and this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Thank you.